Thank you for joining us on Quantum Healing Today, a healing podcast. I am Melanie, and our guest today is Sarah Bressman Cosme, a level three quantum healing hypnosis practitioner. Today, we are going to talk about Sarah's professional career as a hypnotherapist and her journey that has brought her to her new book release. And that book is A Hypnotist's Journey to Atlantis, which I'm very excited about. It's eyewitness accounts of our ancient history. I bought this book and I just received it a few days ago and I'm very, very excited. I'm hooked already. So I'm excited to hear more. Uh, So thank you, thank you, thank you, Sarah, for being here. And can you please share us your story and how you became a hypnotherapist and your new book? Thanks. Sure. Thank you for having me. Well, I started my journey into hypnotherapy just basically because I had a lot of issues and problems when I was a child and my parents put me in traditional therapy. And I know that works for a lot of people, but for me, for some reason, I just never got the results that I really wanted because I had OCD. I had just different childhood issues like social anxiety, lots of anxiety, sleep issues, just most, you know, I had a lot of problems just growing up for some reason. And um, so I didn't really find the help that I wanted in traditional therapy. And, but I didn't know of any other ways to help people, you know, so, or anything that would help me. So when I got the choice to study something in college, I decided that I wanted to be a psychologist or just go for psychology because I knew deep down that I wanted to help people but I really that's the only thing that I knew to do that's the only modality or technique that I knew of so I went to college and I noticed something that changed my life right away it was about two months after I started college that I went home to visit my parents and there's a mirror that you can see right when you walk into their house. And when I looked in the mirror, I realized something that just shocked me. Um, I realized that I had, while I was away at college, I had completely forgotten to have any of my problems and I felt completely healed. And it had only been two months going away to college. And meanwhile, I had tried for years and years to heal myself, to change the way I was. And I tried through therapy and you know, it just didn't work for me. But all of a sudden, after two months of being away, I felt completely different. I had lost a ton of weight. I had forgotten to be um, have OCD. I had been able to sleep. And it dawned on me right then and there that thing that I changed was my thoughts, because I had changed my environment, and that triggered different thoughts. And while this was so shocking and groundbreaking to me, I never really had anybody to talk to about this, but I knew there was something about this. And it wasn't until after I graduated college and um, that I realized that I needed to change direction. So after I graduated college, I worked as a counselor in a halfway house where my job was basically to um, give the people drugs (laughs) and counsel them. But I noticed after maybe it was a week of being there that I noticed that I didn't feel like anybody was getting any better. I mean, uh, I just felt like here I was coming in so enthusiastic to help these people. And I would 
just simply give them a ton of drugs and they would be passed out. And these were beautiful people. I mean, some of them talked to aliens, some of them talked to um, angels, people could, some of these people that were labeled schizophrenic or with all these other disorders, they were just people that just could sense other things. And it just seemed a little odd to me that they were just being drugged to this extent. Um, I just felt like everything I had been taught, everything I was doing, I personally felt like it was not the truth. I felt like I had been told a lie. And this was just for me personally. So I quit that direction. I didn't go on to become a psychologist. I quit and I I just lived a normal life, had different jobs here and there. Um, and it wasn't until my sister-in-law was having issues. Well, I got married and had kids. My sister-in-law was having some issues that I knew could be helped with regressive hypnotherapy. Throughout all of my college years, I'd only learned a little bit about, about regressive hypnosis. And I just knew this could help her. And being the perfectionist I am, I thought I had to be perfect at this before I went to her and asked her if I could help her with this. So I studied and studied. It took me about two years till I became a master hypnotist. And I went to help her. And I learned that I couldn't help her with this hypnosis because she was Jehovah's Witness. And I had no idea at that time that hypnosis could be against anybody's religion because it's such a natural state. I mean, it's the same state you go through every night before you fall asleep and, and go through when you wake up in the morning. It's that really peaceful, calm state of being so, somewhat in between. So it was just a shock that that could be against anybody's religion. But what I did end up doing was I started my own little practice. So I would do um, lose weight, quit smoking and past life regressions. And it was right away that I noticed that there was something to the past life regressions. I mean, I thought it was just fun to see what people, what their past lives were like, but I realized right away that people were healing themselves. I mean, they would just um, experience or remember a lifetime where they had a certain issue and it would disappear from their current life. So I thought, oh my gosh, there's something definitely going on with this type of modality. And I studied with Dr. Brian Weiss because I wanted to go further into this type of modality because it was really helping people. And so I got, I got really good at his method and I, I just practiced his method, which is awesome. And he's a, an amazing person and teacher. And um, then I discovered Dolores's work, the QHHT. And as soon as I found her, I knew it was something I was meant to do. It's just, it, it just felt like I was finally aligned to my purpose. And I just started practicing. And uh, eventually, I worked my way up to level three. And I am where I am now because of that. But I'll tell you what happened with my book. Um, I was never planning on writing a book. I had no desire to write a book. But every day after school, I would take my kids to the playground and I would be around the same moms every single day. And we would just talk about normal things. I never um, brought up the subject of spirituality just because 
I guess because of my in-laws having such, having their own strong beliefs, I just really respect other people's belief systems. And I don't want people to be afraid (laughs) that I will start lecturing them, which I never, I'm not, I never have. So I just let other people bring up the subject of spirituality. And I usually figure that if they, if they want to get a session with me, they'll come to me. I don't go around trying to get them to come to me, but I would be at the playground with the same group of people. And this one mom, her name was Jen. I would see her every day because our kids were the same age and we were always in the same social circles and we were always going to the same birthday parties. And I was trying to get my level three for the QHHT quantum healing hypnosis technique um, level three, which is the highest level in that modality. And I needed a subject that I could videotape. And for some reason, I just thought I just might as well just ask her because I'm around her all the time. And I don't even know why I asked her, but when I asked her, I just really expected her to think I was a little nuts for wanting to do something that goes into a different lifetime and where you can heal yourself. And she just said something that was so ironic. She said that she had been looking for something like that because she had this brain condition and she hadn't told anybody about this brain condition, but this brain condition was serious and it was causing a swelling of her of her brain and the the fluid in her brain was causing a lack of vision and fatigue and she really felt like she couldn't do anything this swelling in her brain mimicked a brain tumor and so she was working very closely with these specialists at the University of Miami and as she was working with them they told her well there's no cure for this you're going to have to be on this really heavy duty medication for the rest of your life and the prognosis is really grim but there's nothing they could do except for monitor her and keep her on this medication. And she had told me that she didn't feel like she was getting any better at all. In fact, possibly she was getting worse. So she was really open to trying something like this. So she agreed to do the session with me. And after, and I told her, you know, you can heal yourself really easily. In fact, people heal themselves all the time in these QHHC sessions. And so she agreed to do it. And after her first session, she was healed. She was completely healed. She went back to her medical team who were shocked. And they told her that it was basically completely impossible because there was no cure. And they had no explanation for this. They didn't know how she could have healed herself. They just really had nothing to say about it. They just couldn't believe it. Um, But when we did our first session, she uncovered information that was really, really interesting. So she uncovered information about her past lifetime in Lemuria and being a prisoner in Atlantis. And she realized that the information that she carried with her was so valuable and important. And that was her purpose in this lifetime to share it with the world. She also realized that she had tried this in a past life and she was called crazy and lobotomized. And this is her next life. So she also wrote a book and is trying to spread this information. And so am I. So that is where I am now, just letting this information out. And I've learned that I've written this book before. How ironic is that? No way. No, <laughs> um, don't tell me about that. <laughs> so it was funny because 
um, I started noticing patterns where all these clients started recounting the same lifetime. And I thought it was really interesting. And I was working a lot with Jen to uncover more of her lifetime. And she, she knew me, of course, in that lifetime. So it was funny. But she, she told me that I had written this book before. And the remnants of it were called the Egyptian book of the dead, but it's, you know, just totally changed. If you read between the lines, you can still get that the message is basically about that ancient civilization and what happened to it, Lemuria um, and Atlantis. So I thought, oh, that's interesting, you know, but I doubt that. (laughs) Then I had another subject come (laughs) and we were uncovering information for her. And she said, Oh, I have to tell you, you've written a book. You've written a book that you're writing before. (laughs) And I thought I almost fell out of my chair. Like, really? That's funny. You know, because if if I hear it one time, it's really cool. But I really like to get confirmation, you know, before I really believe something. I don't know. I just always been that way. Just a healthy degree of skepticism, I guess. But I mean, I, I guess I've written this book before just the remnants of it are are lost so I guess as I've been told I'm back here doing it again (laughs) so I can get this information out right this time yeah it's funny how history repeats itself in every way you know we come back and we do the same things over and over again yes it's it's definitely within our cellular memory for sure (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know it's definitely going to be there so from time to time and that's what I also love about past life regression is that we learn so many different aspects about ourselves, and then it just all starts to make sense of who we are and why we're here and so that's what's so beautiful about the quantum healing hypnosis technique Definitely. It's so interesting too, isn't it? Just, I think it's so interesting how we just keep repeating it over and over until we learn it. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's just fascinating. Yes. Yes. And then the issues that arise are already, are already lessons that we've already learned from. We're just stumbling again, you know, we're learning how to get our footing, you know, it's, it's like, you know, don't be silly. This is an easy lesson, you know, and once we understand what it is and why we're doing it or why it's in front of us, you know, to address, then it becomes easy. And right. once you really understand it and then letting it go is, I think, the easiest part. Right. And I think it's also interesting that when you desire something, you are destined to get it. So if you want something and you ask for it, you're supposed to get that thing. And if you, for some reason, don't, you come back again to get it. So it's never lost. You always get what you desire. Yes. Yes. You just have to ask for it. Be ready. Mm -hmm. Be be willing and accepting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So so how has quantum healing changed your life it's changed my life in so many different ways I mean I really feel like the luckiest person alive to be doing this type of work I mean every day I get to help people and also I'm 
very curious. I love learning about different lifetimes or different planets or just, I want to know everything. So I love being able to find out the answers to the universe on a daily basis. So I would say, I think how it's really changed my life is that before I got into this, I used to be somewhat of a fearful person, or I used to worry that things would happen to me. But as I've traveled down this road, I've realized that the truth is, the real truth when you get down to it, is that there is nothing to worry about, that it's just an illusion. Fear is just an illusion that we're always being helped. We're being helped like so much all the time, all the time. There are tons of beings there ready if we ask for them, they're there, they're ready to help. They want the best for us. And like I said, there's nothing, nothing to worry about. So that's changed me. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. And so from your experience with hypnosis and psychology, how can someone use quantum healing in their daily life if they don't have access to hypnosis? That's such a great question. Well, there's a trick. Well, there's a bunch of tricks to, to do if you wanted to, if you just don't have access. That state right when you wake up in the morning and you still have access to your dreams and you think, oh, I'm always going to remember this dream. And then you wake up all the way and you forgot the dream completely. And it's shocking because you thought you were always going to remember that dream. Well, in that state where you still had access to your dream, that's the theta state. That's deep hypnosis. So if you want to make changes or you want to gain information, just try to notice when you're in that state in the morning and see if you can ask yourself questions and see what comes to you. Because in that state, your thoughts are slowed down a lot. So you do have access to anything that you want to know. So just practice with it in the morning when you wake up, when your thoughts are slow, when you can get information and also listen to the information and write it down right away before you lose it. And if you just make a habit of that, you can really change your life. Yes. Having a dream journal or a meditation journal. Um, some people like to call it contemplating or, you know, just kind of reflecting on their mm-hmm. ideas. So that's also a great idea is to document. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. So, so what do you see as the future healing modality? Well, it's funny that you asked that because I had a client who was a, I think she was a nurse and that was one of her questions. And she said, so she wanted to know what was the future of healthcare, like in the future. And it was funny because her higher self answered with a totally different voice. It said, so I asked her question and the answer was this. <laughs> and like a totally, it was kind of surprised me a little bit. And so I, I asked, what do you mean by this? And the answer was, what you're doing now <laughs> is the future of healthcare. And I said, what do you mean exactly? Do you mean QHHT? And they said, yes, basically just 
this will be the future of healthcare where someone actually looks into themselves, where they go inward and they figure out what's really going on with them instead of seeking outside advice. The future of healthcare, they said, was uh, people really learning to listen to themselves, basically. So that's what I think the future of, of if healing will be. You know, of course, it's like a lot easier with somebody helping you, guiding you, but yes. I think some, I think that will be in the future. And they also said not in this generation. It didn't look like that would be the future now, but in the next couple, it will change. Right. Yeah. And, and I think as we grow and expand and awaken as individuals, I, and I, I think a lot of us are already on this path of self-awareness and inner work and being able to reflect on ourselves without judgment and be able to push the ego aside. I think that's very important um, to get in touch with ourselves that way because going to someone can be easier. It's an easy outlet, mm -hmm. you know, especially through hypnosis. But again, as a hypnotherapist, you know, we are just the tool, you know, we're mm -hmm. not the heroes. Mm -hmm. We are guiding you, the client, to a place where you can heal yourself. And mm -hmm. I think as we grow and expand, we're going to be able to learn that and create those skills as we go along. And we're going to be able to share that. And I think it's going to be amazing. So I'm very excited yeah. for, for the development of healthcare and healing because the way it is now, it's not very healthy. It's just very toxic. Right. I, I know. And I agree with everything you said. I like what you said. And I think also that sometimes things have to get kind of become more toxic in order until they can be changed. You know, it's like, it's a, a breaking down of something for the new to grow. So sometimes it has to be completely, obviously not working for the new to come about. Otherwise we would just keep doing the same thing. Oh yes, exactly. Times they are changing. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> oh. Awesome. So where can we find your book, uh, Hypnotist Journey to Atlantis? So it's available on Amazon. It's available right now on paperback and Kindle. And, okay. um, and also awesome. off my and website. Okay, what's your website? Um, www.the, like the holistic hypnotist.com. So www.theholistichypnotist.com. All right, awesome. Thank you for sharing. And is there any social media links that you would like to share? Sure. I'm on Facebook as well. And Instagram, uh, the holistic hypnotist on Instagram and, um, just Sarah Breskman Cosme on Facebook. And I also have a YouTube channel. It's Sarah Breskman Cosme hypnosis, which is a lot of very interesting stuff. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. I will go ahead and put all of those links in the description for everybody to access. Are you, Thank you. another question, are you working on any other projects or books at this time? 
Yes, I am. Um, I'm, I just started working on another book, but I'm going to see what the universe brings me because I don't want to force it. I just want to see in what direction I'm, I'm supposed to be in. Because what happened with the last book, my clients just started coming <laughs> and it just was too much of a coincidence. So I know that that's going to happen this time and I want to make sure I'm on the right path. Right. Definitely. Beautiful. Well, I can't wait to hear about your new projects as they arise and release. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we end our show today? Um, no, but thank you so much for having me. And um, I guess, you know, what I really, the, the message that I really feel that is really important is that there are so many beings around you, so many you on a different level that is just ready to help you in any way that they can and just be open to it and, and realize that the truth is there really isn't anything to fear. There isn't anything deep down that is actually negative. The universe is always working for you, not against you. Right. Definitely. It's all about communication. Mm -hmm. So, well, thank you very, very much for being here with us today and telling us about your journey and your story. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So, it's a pleasure. Yeah, thanks. So, thank you for listening to Quantum Healing Today, a healing podcast. And again, I hope that you have a great day.